conflict amongst families, amongst couples. And I just want to say that's normal. (laughs) Conflict is normal because it is an adjustment. It is something new. Um, What is not or shouldn't be normal is abuse. having me it has been a while (laughs) (laughs) it has it has things have um developed and you know what I'm happy to bring you back to talk about something that is really important yeah I'm glad to be here well something that we don't think about in this process um is how it impacts people emotionally and just you know, the changes that how it can impact someone's psyche and just dealing with leaving something that you've known all your life and having to do all that change. Um, you know, you doing the work that you do, have you seen how this impact families, children, or anyone going through this process? Yeah, absolutely. So um I I recently started my private practice. And I am diving into it full time on June 1st because it's growing so big, um, growing so fast, big and fast. Um, so my private practice focuses um, mostly on immigrant mental health and trauma related to the immigrant experience. So anything under that nature that is my niche and anyone who falls into that typically that's the type of clients who I end up with so yes I do come across a variety of different issues um, surrounding immigration okay okay and what do you find to be the thing that is across the board that it impacts um, children families or you know nothing too specific but you know what is something that you have noticed that is common amongst that? Um, well, it really depends on the family. It is there are some common trends, but um, you know, every everyone is different. Um, however, I provide different types of services. So I provide obviously individual therapy, um, family therapy, couples. Um, and I also recently started doing psychological evaluations for people's immigration cases. Mm. So basically what that is, is, um, I run a bunch of tests on a person who wants to apply for either asylum, VAWA, U visa, T visa. And, um, what I would do is I evaluate them and provide support that they can show towards um, to immigration um, in in their favor. Um, I also recently partnered with a 
um, organization in, in California. It's called uh, Todo Por Mi Familia, mm. which is um, which provides mental health services to children and families affected by the zero tolerance policy. So, you know, Trump era 2018 to 2021. So the kids who were separated from their family and placed into those horrible cages that we oh. saw in the news. So I, I do start did start doing that and that is growing tremendously. Mm-hmm. I would say a third of my clientele is probably um comes from that right now. Yeah. So I would say um always trauma. Um rarely I don't think I've ever had one of um, a client who immigrated who does not have trauma, mm-hmm. um, depression. So um, attached to trauma, there's PTSD, there's anxiety, and those, yeah, typically are the common trends. And then um, also cultural issues, so adjusting to a new place. That is what, in clinical terms, we call an. Um, uh, adjustment disorder, but that is like adjustment disorder is usually very mild. Um, that's when no um, trauma is involved. Okay, so how would someone um, deal with having adjustment trauma? Like, is it some skills that they're taught, or you know, what is something that you suggest to clients who are dealing with that? So the first thing that's um, hard to do is recognizing that there is a problem. <laughs> I feel like a lot of clients um, are pushed in my way by either a caseworker or their doctor or a teacher. And they're like, oh, well, I'm not crazy. I don't need to see a therapist. Um, uh, if I had to bother for how many times I heard that, I would That's be the stigma. probably That's able to pay off my student loans. But <laughs> yeah, um, but um, yeah, because there's so much stigma around mental health here in the U.S. And I feel like in Latin America is probably more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I would say usually so recognizing that there's a problem what I do on my psychology today and on my website is I start off introducing myself and asking are you experiencing um this that this because sometimes it helps people Mm -hmm. um to recognize okay yeah I do have this I do experience um sleep problems I do get anxious all the time and that itself it tells them that um you know they're not alone yeah um and so usually I I always start off with an intake which I run a bunch of tests and I um like to use a lot of CBT uh, trauma um informed CBT so I am trained in TF CBT, which is trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the idea that your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors are all interconnected. Mm -hmm. So what we would do is we would intervene to try to change that. And that can be a process. Um, It's different for everybody. So however length of time, I have some people um, who stay with me for a couple months. I have some people who stay with me for years. So it's really dependent on the person. 
um, that is my favorite go-to, but um, I also practice DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, which is focused on mindfulness and um, staying in the present and uh, in present time, learning how to be in tune with your body and learning how to um, be present. Because a lot of times when we have trauma, when we have anxiety, depression, where our mind is rambling. So what the goal is, is to just focus on what's happening right now. Which is sometimes complicated when you're not even dealing with trauma, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, So one question I did have for you, um, knowing that this podcast, um, we usually talk about love-based or family-based visas. Um, do you deal with a lot of clients that may have came over on like a K-1 or a spouse visa or children that um, were brought over by their parents at a later time? Yes, I do. I would say probably spouse visa is the most common Um it's the second most common. The first one is people who come over here either undocumented or um, children of immigrants. Um, so yes, I do um, some, some, not a lot. Um, I mostly do individual, but I do some couples and families sessions. Okay. Okay. And I guess the biggest concern that I have, and maybe some people who are also out there waiting on this process, is what type of trauma it may cause for our partners that are coming here who are unable to work and it's a new country, new language, um, just being away from your family. You know, as a therapist yourself, you know, what is something that you would recommend um, so we're able to help our partners with that change? I would say definitely um, understanding first that it is really difficult mm-hmm. for them. I mean, they're in a new country, in a, um, for many of them, this is a place with a new language that they don't know. Um, it's something that they're not accustomed to because America is so different, so fast paced versus other countries. Um, so recognizing that it's difficult and recognizing that they might have some doubts about moving here and those doubts are normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of individual therapy and I um, do a lot of um, recently started doing a lot of VAWA cases, which is the Violence Against Women's Act. So pretty much anyone who um, experienced abuse with by their U.S. citizen spouse or um, lawful um, legal permanent resident spouse, so a green card card holder, um, they are eligible for um, um, a VAWA case, which pretty much says you don't have to sit there and take the abuse in order to get your green card. Absolutely um, not. Her resources for that. Yeah, I love that we have that. So what I do is I um, evaluate that um, the abuse, if any, because sometimes there isn't. Fortunately, I do have to be brutally honest with in my in my report by law. I do have to be honest. Um, so we would um, evaluate that, and I would write that out, and hopefully that will help their case. 
very good well that is amazing work i can only imagine um being someone who has came here as a young child and just working with the community um i can imagine it's it's definitely something that you feel like you're just changing the world day by day right sort of you could say that um i think it's just normal to me because <laughs> i've been doing this for um many years now so okay so let's take a quick little break here okay carly so i do appreciate you sharing um everything that you did in the beginning i think it's really important for people to know that um getting therapy and getting help should not be stigmatized it's important for us to be willing to seek help, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So not only did you um, immigrate to the country when you were young, you also mm-hmm. went through uh, a K-1 visa process, correct? Yeah. So I, um, my husband, um, we've been married for almost three months now. And he actually immigrated. I brought him over on a K-1. He's from the Dominican Republic. So, yeah, we met on vacation there um, and started talking and we fell in love. And here he is. (laughs) We're currently working on his green card process. Wow. Wow. And I feel like it's, it feels like a blink of an eye. Like you're literally, you guys almost are coming up on a year at some point, right? Um, so yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, what was that process like? Um, I know a lot of a lot of my former guests have talked about like just generally going through the process in the beginning, but let's talk about what happens when they get here. How was that for your partner emotionally with all the changes? Um. So it was not easy, um, for sure, at first. Um, I feel like it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, in that sense, I think he sort of has an advantage of having me as a partner uh, because I deal with this on a daily basis. Um, I work constantly with people who immigrate to the U.S., or recently immigrated, and a lot of them do have that, um, the issue of adjusting, because Mm -hmm. it's not what they thought it was going to be, it's not all um, puppies and rainbows, like, (laughs) um, especially in, in DR, um, I can only really speak for DR, Um, we're there, we're on vacation, we're splurging, and um, I feel like a lot of locals see us spending money and having fun and they think this is how we live our life (laughs) all the time and I I feel like uh, my husband for sure um, he knew that it wasn't going to be the same but I don't think he knew the extent to the realities of okay there's not a lot of people outside walking around and doing a lot of (laughs) a lot of things like music playing like in DR um (laughs) You, I mean, I live in an apartment and I don't think I've ever really talked to my neighbors, maybe said hi once, but that's about it. So Versus... that, 
That is very common. I was yeah. literally having a conversation with another friend. I was like, Americans are not polite. We literally could yeah. talk by people and not say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that was very difficult for him at first. It's just not having people to talk to and especially coming on a key one mm-hmm. um my husband's always worked um he he's always worked um since he was a teenager so from going from that to not being able to work here for a few months while he waits for his work permit that was definitely really difficult for him and I feel like it's different um for a man versus a woman because men especially in Dominican culture you know the man has to provide so you're he is hopeless in a new country where he doesn't know he can't work can't really do anything so that was definitely tough and I feel fortunate enough that we were able to get help um for his adjustment and then also for me um that we were able to find a a therapist who's also Dominican himself has gone through the process himself and mm. it has been super helpful and um yeah and, and that's okay you know uh, a lot of people are like oh I don't want to go to a counselor a lot of people think oh when you go to a counselor that means your marriage is already broken like no it's best to go before any issues um, get bigger versus when it's a disaster um and, because mm-hmm. and to be honest it, it makes your marriage even stronger and that you can recognize right. that hey we need some outside help to make sure that yeah. we continue a strong foundation right definitely so um and, and I tell my clients this all the time um adjusting is hard like I have a family right now who to recently told me they didn't know that America was this difficult mm-hmm. for immigrants. They didn't know that um, the system was so complicated. They thought, okay, we could probably just pay things and like get a house, get a, a job. And they didn't know about the whole process to getting a house or um, the process of like licensure to be able to get a, a job at a hospital. If you, want like a, a clinical or staff type of role yeah. um, so just some examples um, I come across that all the time of just and I, I blame Hollywood for this uh, just I think because yes. <laughs> Hollywood and social media I think it's more social media nowadays that they paint America in, as this wonderful place which it is it's a great country but it is we it is really hard and we have our flaws. Absolutely. We do. And people have to also realize what you see on TV and social media, these people are living beyond the average American. Most of us are working a job and we're trying to maintain a home and be able to vacation and be able, I'm sorry, did I say vacation or education? (laughs) To have a vacation and to get a good education. So it's, you know, and there's something that I've had to explain to my partner. And he's like, well, you know, oh, but you have a good income because you have a good job. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but also the the economy. Yeah. <laughs> <still> yeah. Different. 
Right. And that, that is another factor itself, the um, financial piece of, you know, especially if you bring somebody over, that's mm -hmm. extra expenses that you need yep. to watch out for. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, um, so the, the process is really hard and oftentimes it does create conflict amongst families, amongst couples. And I just want to say that's normal. <laughs> conflict is normal because it is an adjustment. It is something new. Um, what is not or shouldn't be normal mm -hmm. is abuse. And oftentimes I do um, not very much um, I, I do have some people who come to me and they want a VAWA case, uh, a VAWA evalu evaluation. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, I do have to be honest by law. Um, I am swearing in that evaluation that everything is, is true to my full knowledge. And um, I'd say not very often because usually the lawyer um, who sends them my way will tell them, okay, you you probably do or don't qualify. When they usually get to me, it's because it's there's a likely chance that they do have a good case. Mm -hmm. But every now and then I will get a case that, okay, uh, I don't see much abuse here. This is more of conflict. Mm -hmm. And that itself is normal. Sometimes relationships are not meant to be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes relationships, um, you need some extra help and that is okay because it is so difficult. It's not the same as being married to someone who grew up here, grew up and is used to the customs that we have. Absolutely. It's um, completely different. And so Carly, I've noticed you mentioned something um, that I want to bring out um, in focus. You mentioned conflict versus abuse. So if I was someone who was wondering, is this conflict in my relationship or is this, I don't want, we, we can tell what physical abuse looks like. Right. But mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think about emotional abuse. Mm -hmm. So could you, as a, you know, a therapist explain that to the audience out there? Um, so typically conflict, um, in, is in emotional, in the emotional stage. Um, that's where it stops typically, um, I would say to de differentiate it, um, ask yourself, is my partner trying? Um, is he is he or she willing to try to make a change? Mm -hmm. Because um, when they don't, they're very stuck in their ways that typically does indicate some sort of abuse is going on. Mm -hmm. So can we work through these problems? Can we compromise? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if someone finds themselves in a situation where, you know, <laughs> their partner's not willing to change and maybe they're using their immigration status over their head, where should mm -hmm. they go? Should Which they is very, very common. I see that all the time um, in my VAWA cases where a, a, a spouse will tell a person um maybe not outright tell a person oh hey i'm i'm going to take away your green card even though it happens mm -hmm. um they might say oh well you need to do this or i'll pull your green card application or um they'll use verbal 
um, verbal assault, verbal assault or attacks. So name calling, um, making you feel scared. Um, that is very common too. Um, to the point where you feel like you have no way out mm. because of this immigrate this immigration um, going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that this information is very important. And if you are someone that is um, seeing yourself in maybe not the conflict where that can be out and maybe abuse please, please reach out to your local resources. Um, There are resources available community, or if you don't even know what community resources, reach out to your- Start by talking to someone. Let it be a coworker or someone, a neighbor, or if you go to church, start talking to a church member. A lot of times uh, churches have counselors there that they can talk to um, anyone. Usually when it gets to like a district attorney's office, that's a little bit more severe. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyone in your local community, um, your doctor, your nurse, anyone that you trust. um, And uh, I feel like sometimes it helps to uh, a person to know, okay, it's not me. It's not all in my head, which that itself is very common too. Um, when an abuser will tell their client, okay, it's you, you're the problem, you're, mm-hmm. um, you're way too in your head. That is a form of abuse as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is something that people have to recognize, you know, take that time. And even if you have to start documenting it, um, it will help you see, because sometimes we're, it's a cycle where everything is good. Then there might be conflict, <laughs> Um, and then there's that uh, reviving period where the offender is trying to be make it seem like everything's okay. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. now, now, Carly, mm-hmm. is there anything you know? What if someone um, was interested in having an evaluation? Are you open to maybe referring someone or talking to them? What's a good way oh. for them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does have to be in my states where I'm licensed at. Um, I can't just give an evaluation to anyone because, you know, state licensures and requirements. So I am licensed in Indiana. Um, I'm also licensed in Florida and I will soon be licensed in Illinois. So um, I can provide an evaluation for anyone living in those states. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have a website. It's called my my um, private practice is called Hadaisis Mental Health. So Hadaisis is Spanish for roots. So um, you can go online and type in hadaisismentalhealth.com. Perfect. Well, Carly, I definitely appreciate your time. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? No, um, I think that's all. I really appreciate you having me here today and be able to talk about these things. Of course, it's it's never, (laughs) no one wants to talk about the heavy stuff, but it's important. It's so, so important. Yeah, so now I want people to have the help that they may need out there because you know what? You and I are both, uh, you know, in the social work type of community. So we Mm want to make sure that people know that there is help and there are resources. All right, Carly. Well, good to have you again. 
right. Thank you for having me. Of course. Ciao. Bye.